Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and Me. If you had $10,000 and you wanted to get started in the stock market today, where could you put it? How could you think of putting your investment dollars towards, you know, should you be looking at certain asset classes? Should you be looking at share portfolio allocation strategies? What do you need to be aware of when it comes to making volatile times, turning it into an opportunity for you? And should people be tweaking their portfolios with central banks tweaking interest rates? Swapnil Mishra joins me now. He is Head of Private Wealth at Crystal AI, their robo-advisor powered by artificial intelligence. And Swapnil has worked at various European and American banks, including Citibank, RBS, Deutsche Bank. Swapnil, good morning. Do you have whiplash from watching the market all this week and last week? Good morning, Michelle. <laughs> yes, of course. Whiplash is a is probably the right word, um, and it has it has actually been very very stressful. But I mean, volatility also it's interesting times. It also creates the opportunity. All right, I like that positive outlook, and you're going to help us out with a masterclass today, right? So, uh, I, you know, I gave you the, the, the challenge of, you know, if someone just wanted to start. This morning, I spoke yes. with a, an analyst. Her name is Margaret Thomas, and uh, her name is Margaret Young, excuse me. And she shared with me from CMC that, you know, more people are opening accounts. They're a brokerage, so more people want to jump in. And I thought, okay, let's help people out. If they, they wanted to start with $10,000, Okay, how should they be thinking about where to put their money? I think if you're starting with ten thousand dollars, firstly, it's a good problem to have because <laughs> if okay. if you have ten thousand dollars to invest today, the opportunities are there, and if the volatility continues, then there'll be more opportunities as well. So, firstly, you need to have an asset allocation plan. Okay, and the asset allocation plan would include components mm-hmm. which should work in different scenarios or different market conditions because. Frankly, we are we are at an intersection of of multiple problems at this point of time, and hence, in terms of outlook over the next six months, nine months, one year, mm-hmm. we don't know different scenarios could play out, and, and we can probably go into those scenarios as well. But you need to have allocation into different asset classes, and I mean diversification, asset allocation are words which everybody in the industry uses. Mm-hmm. But I think there are more nuances to how that allocation is done mm-hmm. and how the rebalancing of those. Uh, allocations. So I think rebalancing in terms of asset allocation, rebalancing and liquidity. These are very two key considerations which one needs to be aware of while making the investment plan for investing uh, a $10,000, whether it is a balanced portfolio with let's say 60-40, 50-50, or it's an aggressive portfolio with 80 in equity and 20% in fixed income, maybe uh, 10% in uh, gold, or it's a, a conservative and a you know asset preservation kind of an allocation in all these three scenarios. So you mentioned the G word, so I have to go there. I hear so many analysts saying gold looks like one of the most attractive assets in this global environment uh, with US rates likely heading towards a zero lower bound. What do you think? I, I completely agree with that. I think low interest rate and I mean, who knows? You know, we could have a situation where Fed considers even negative interest rate if things get really you know, tough because people have already started calling for zero. For, you know, in terms of the rate cuts. Mm. So gold becomes very important. One, of course, because the you know, cost of holding goes down and there is an attraction. Second is in a situation where there is currency debasement as well, then it leads to gold becoming attractive. 
and lastly as a just a safe haven and uh, something which is you know if you're risk averse the tendency for an investor to hold gold so i believe gold has a place i mean if you take uh, all weather as a as as a you know well proven uh, asset allocation strategy mm. they have 7 and a half i think got up to 10% allocation to gold as well so i would say yes uh, allocation to gold is uh, is is critical so in terms of allocation are you looking at it being around 7 to 10% as well or you know if somebody wanted to take it all the way up to 30% would that be a good mark so this is interesting now in fixed income space we are faced with a challenge mm. because the yields are dropping so and this is where the element of liquidity comes in if fixed income is not giving us 3% 4% kind of yields mm. then it is possible to increase allocation to gold because then gold acts as the liquid or provides liquidity because as market let's say the market corrects another 20% mm-hmm. then it's possible for us to reduce the allocation to gold and increase the allocation to equity okay really fascinating so, i think the opportunity cost so what is happening is with the fixed income because you know you're not foregoing a 6% coupon bond to buy gold you're foregoing 1.5% 2% 3% by gold and that is why uh, gold becomes again more relevant i see the opportunity cost yeah yes okay tell me a little bit about how the fed rate cut has impacted your work we've seen the drop in consumption when it comes to the fed rate cut what do you think investors most need to take away from that i think psychologically the two events that happened and and we are in the year of the rat so 2008 kind of the memories of 2008 came back and i was i was again actively involved in helping clients manage their wealth in 2008 as well oh. so you had the steepest fall and then you had the emergency fed meeting and if i'm not wrong this is after 2008 this is the first time they called for a meeting and cut rates even before the scheduled uh, the fmc psychologically these two events are not good signs and and that is probably why on the night you know the rate cut happened and then of course there was the uh, primaries and the uh, bernie sanders angle mm. and the market actually reacted negatively after the rate cut and then it has kind of now you know bounced and then stabilized so i would say the biggest challenge that fed will face is they don't have the the buffer that they had in 2008 because in 2008 they started with a 5% or 4.5% and there was room to cut rates and right now we are left with only 1 1.25% that's the range so they don't have much room unless they are ready to go into negative now you add that with the pressure from trump in terms of you know fed doing the right thing hmm. this is going to be very tricky for fed to calibrate the rate cuts with no clarity on what is the impact of consumption on the entire coronavirus uh, situation so everyone knows consumption is down but we are not very clear we know that first quarter results are going to be poor and i think that's kind of priced in uh, but we don't know how long this will last and how quickly will consumption you know bounce back mm. um, so what is it going to take for markets to settle do you think i think this these kind of bounces could also be a lot of fresh money coming in because there may be many people who would be sitting uh, i mean there is liquidity in the market all the central governments central banks across the globe are coming out with measures to support uh, uh, the the liquidity so you could it could be just exchange of hands where you know somebody is taking profits and some people are coming in and and, and they are waiting for this window because at 3300 you know i'm scared of buying s&p but at uh, 3000 i'm i'm happy to buy it. so it could be that or it is just the way things are going to be for the next few months where every new data point is going to create this kind of a, a reaction 
and it will only settle once there is once either you know a vaccine is found and suddenly you know at least one problem is solved mm. and of course by november you know the elections are going to solve itself you know somebody will get elected so the uncertainty will end mm. so yeah so i would say as information and, and we've seen this even earlier in the run up to 2008 also we've seen this where new data points influence the market mm-hmm. and hence some kind of a rebalancing strategy becomes crucial to ensure that you are benefiting from the volatility and not just you know seeing your heart go you know race faster when it goes up and down <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't all have an ai powering our rebalancing uh, <laughs> like you do over crystal ai uh, so what 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 do we rely on which data points should we be looking at So I can be honest and tell you that one data point that I use is listening to songs like you need to calm down <laughs> because I think I love your Taylor Swift you're a swifty yes Taylor Swift you know you really need to add that song but I feel sometimes <laughs> it is just just getting that you know breaking away from that uh, entire news flow you know and these are notifications right you get it suddenly yes and you're like you know oh my god what is happening to the world yes um plunge so into existential uh, crisis <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i would say the second the real way to achieve this is the same way that we deal with our problems of you know if you want to lose weight or if you want to get fit uh, if you are not able to do it yourself uh, get a gym instructor or get some kind of a personal <laughs> trainer and i'm 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 i'm, I'm okay. very serious here when you i'm are, saying this by you know right. use the rule based approach yeah i think it helps Okay. Uh, in 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 these kind of situations because you want to remove the emotion out you know of the of the equation that's very important point very important and from your choice of playlist of music you're suggesting stay calm through this all right now yes and get greedy if the market starts going down which is why liquidity or what you do with your balance money becomes a very crucial component okay So people listening into this show though want to do it themselves. You know, they want a sense of yeah. empowerment. So help us understand which sectors should benefit in times like this. These are extraordinary times. Sure. So in terms of uh, I would say if it's a do it yourself model then uh, diversification is sometimes difficult to achieve but ETFs are vehicles that help you achieve that because mm. there's diversification and you can take a you know one you can take a macro view and take sectoral allo- uh, you can take allocation to the broad market like you know S&P and and you know Nasdaq through the ETFs you can also take sectoral plays so for example right now the sector that you know in a, in a in an environment where interest rates is being cut i would stay away from to the financial sector because banks are going to you know come under pressure because their net interest margins are going to go down housing of course is something which is anticipated uh, that it will benefit in case of us um, with the low interest rates you're seeing increased interest in uh, biotech etfs so things like you know idna which give you allocation to all these companies that are currently working hard and doing clinical trials to you know in the search for the vaccine now we don't know who will get it but again that's a theme that one can add reits again as a sector are are becoming important because they really uh, we saw yeah it's so, so interesting because uh, people thought people are stopping going to malls and so reits are going to be affected i mean consumption bounces back you know we we may we may stop but i mean you know a few months from now when everything is fine we'll all be uh, we'll all be there at the mall <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, I was just reading, and this analyst saying there is a possibility that COVID nineteen may not go away. 
It's a president of Takeda Rajiv Venkaya, president of the Global Vaccine Business Unit, um, saying, you know, there's a possibility it may not go away, it may become our new normal. But given your perception of risks, Swapnil, how yeah. are you positioning your portfolio? So we are definitely participating. So equity allocation is, uh, it has to be there. Mm. And we are using the all-weather methodology, which is allocation to bonds, allocation to commodities, and allocation to equities. And within the equities, we can be conservative and drop it from 30% to maybe 15% or keep it at 30%. And so that's how we are positioning. And we are, you know, apart from the core themes that we have, we are also adding your sectoral plays, like I said, you know, adding a biotech uh, ETF kind of uh, trades that we are doing. Mm-hmm. If you have access to sophisticated instruments like a put spread and, and, and then, then you can get even more aggressive because, you know, you protect your tail side risk and then and, and you say buy a put at, you know, 2700 on S&P and you're like, okay, I'm protected. Now let me get more aggressive and increase the asset allocation towards equity. Got so it. these are the ways in which I would I would kind of manage the risk, but I would not avoid risk by taking money off the table. Interesting. How can the retail investor ride out this volatility in the long term? I think retail investors should, or rather all investors, should definitely not lock their liquid assets in securities which are looking like fixed income and giving them very low returns over a long period of time. If we do see a situation where things get really bad, and let's say we see a 50% correction in the market, mm-hmm. and if your asset allocation is 50-50, your 50% equity is going to be down, mm-hmm. but you need access to your other 50%. So you should not lock it in some structured product or something which is kind of you know three-year principal protected note because you don't have access to that, and then you, you need to have that liquidity. So in 2008, we have learned that liquidity is your friend when markets are in turmoil. That is so interesting. You, I think you're the first yeah. person who, who, you know, brought up the comparison or the parallel that 2008 was also the year of the rat. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> time I've heard that, really. Very interesting point. I wonder if, if you've seen some common mistakes people make when, when they start with 10,000 to invest in the stock market. So the most common mistake investors make is whatever amount they allocate to equity, they can put the entire focus on that. And for the portion which is allocated as safe money, they don't keep it, they don't give liquidity importance. And so what happens is when equity market goes up, they just look at the portfolio and get excited. And you know, it's, it's, it's like, like I was doing that you know, last year. Your, your portfolio value goes up and you're like, hey, I can plan a holiday and go to you know, Africa. Mm. Then you see a market correction and you're like, you know what, maybe I'll just go to Indonesia and see some you know, orangutans. Now, the thing is when the market is going up, it's important to rebalance and reduce the equity allocation. Now, when this discipline is lacking, you ride the volatility. You market goes up, you see it going up, you get excited, but you do nothing. And then when the market comes down, you panic. Right. So I think rebalancing, which means when it goes up, you take it, you know, take profits and rebalance your portfolio. And if market corrects, keep the liquid portion ready to be deployed. So if market, if, 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 if let's say Apple goes down 20% from here, I mean, it's been going up and down 10% in the last one week, but let's say it goes down 20% from here, mm-hmm. Keep the liquidity. So you're able to take your $1,000 out and say, you know what, let me go and buy 10 stocks of Apple or whatever, three stocks of Apple. All right, we've got a couple of minutes left on the clock. Swap, Neil, your message <laughs> to retail investors just starting out this week. Make a plan and stick to the plan. If you need help, talk to your friend, make someone else responsible. So if you feel really scared, uh, take their help in sticking to the plan. 
and otherwise just listen to my <laughs> fm i like that thank you so much swapnil have a wonderful weekend thank you so much michelle thank you Swapnil Mishra is head of private wealth at Crystal AI. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.